0: Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm David Streepy.
2: And I'm Becky
0: Streepy. And this week on the show, we have vegan sushi burritos and... Vegan? This week on the show, we have vegan sushi burritos and ramen from PokeBury and eat just egg sous vide bites. Am I saying sous vide correctly?
2: As far as I know... Sous vide? No. No? I think it's French. Okay. In which case, it would be sous vide, because there's no accent over the E.
0: Okay. I, um... I guess we'll get to it. Okay. I don't think these were sous vide.
2: I don't either. Okay. We'll talk anyway, about that. I yeah. didn't cook them, so I wasn't totally sure.
0: Daddy cooked them. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but this maybe they sous
2: vide them before, and you're just reheating yes, them. Yeah, that,
0: that was it. I, we're spoiling this okay, great sorry, content Sorry, sorry, sorry. get to later. Spoiler it's alert. huge.
2: Should I bleep it out? Just long This is a like big, that bleep. time
0: we were like, wait to hear. What was the, the boring shit we did last time? Dave. Yeah. How are you? Hey, I'm good. It's hot. It's hot out. I went for a run yesterday and I got out like an hour later than I normally get out and it was too hot for me to do my full run. So I had to uh, uh, wrap it up a little bit earlier than I wanted to. And it was still just super hot. It's just hot. It's just hot all the time. Is it Lana? Don't know.
2: why they call it hot. No. Atlanta. Were you
0: going to do that? Really? No. Or was that a joke? That was a joke. Are you saying that's a joke now because I blasted you on it? Yes. Yeah. It was a blast. <laughs> <sighs> Except the thing is, mm-hmm. I feel like people do call it Hotlanta.
2: Who? People who live here? I don't. It's the
0: irony thing mm-hmm. where you say it as a joke the first time. Yeah. The joke is, gets tired the more that you keep saying it, but then you start saying it genuinely. Like... um,
2: yeah, the thing about it is, Hotlanta is meant to be a joke. When you're mm-hmm. doing it sincerely,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: then it's like you add the ironic layer. But right. then the more you do it, you kind of, you know, you're slewing off that ironic layer. Eventually, you just get down to the basic joke.
0: Right. Which which part don't you like? That the uh, the idea that nobody calls it Hotlanta, or you don't like Hotlanta?
2: I don't like Hotlanta. Yeah,
0: no, it's bad. That's why you don't like it.
2: It's ba- Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. You
0: know what I don't like? This is probably going to be controversial. Do you want to know?
2: Yeah. I don't think I like
0: the ATL. No. But that's a common one. Yeah. It's well within the, the circle of acceptance.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess I, the ATL is fine. I call I, it ATL. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, you drop the the, and for some reason it's fine. Because I think that's not a joke. It's an abbreviation.
0: Yeah. It's not a joke, but it's also barely an abbreviation. It takes longer to do that than it does to just say Atlanta.
2: True. Typing though, typing it's faster. I mostly say it on text mediums, Twitter. Well, yeah, mostly Twitter. (laughs) I'm on Twitter a lot. Everybody
0: typed is fine. Yeah, typed makes sense, but saying it out loud, I don't know that I have a problem with it. I just don't know that I like it.
2: It's not necessary. Yeah. If you're talking about Atlanta a lot, though, maybe you need these variations because you you know it's nice to mix up the language a little bit. I've heard of it called just the A, which I do like. It's shorter. <laughs> 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 Dave's it really tickled makes me it.
0: think of the butt. It's like somebody's saying the A. Like it's hot in the A. Oh, yeah. Swampy. See? See? It's humid in the A. <laughs> Gross. That's what happens when you go running a little bit later. I see people that run like in the middle of the afternoon.
2: David Streepy. When I went to pick up, our sandwiches from Dulce Vegan not not an hour and a half ago, which was 12 p.m. on a Sunday, I was walking up to Dulce and I passed a guy running, full tilt, running down the sidewalk, and obviously covered in sweat, probably not even from exertion, just from being out in the world at maybe, that time of day for maybe, so long.
0: Maybe not even his own. Ew. What? What? Maybe it, it wasn't his sweat.
2: Like logistically, though.
0: If you hugged somebody else who was sweaty, uh-huh. you would be covered in their sweat. But Theoretically, he was in if full you hugged it properly.
2: Hugged properly.
0: Hugged effectively mm-hmm. for coverage.
2: Oh, for co- So you'd do like kind of a front hug and then like a. Because he was sweaty. You didn't say sweaty.
0: anything about his back.
2: Sweaty back. Real sweaty back on so this you, guy.
0: So you, he passed you and you turned to be like.
2: Well, I'm not going to not I'm turn. I'm
0: not going to not watch him leave. <laughs> Yeah, sweat, sweaty, it's hot, it's hot out there. I don't know how they do it though. They're made of tougher stuff than I'm made of or they're running shorter distances, which makes me feel, hold a little bit of like self-value. When friend
2: of um, the show, Bill and I were marathon training, sometimes our long runs would end up taking us into like this super hot part of the day. mm -hmm. And um, it was horrible. mm -hmm. It was like a real hot nightmare. We would have to plan drinks to have on our person for just when it got this hot. Mm. We would put a little teeny pinch of salt into our waters because mm-hmm. we neither of us really liked a sports drink. Mm-hmm. When I'm running, it's not what my mouth wants. I just want water. Mm-hmm. Um, and his dad's a doctor and told us to put just the teeniest pinch, like you don't taste it, kind of like a Topo Chico has, like just that little teeniest bit of salt. And it helps your body like hold on to the water because you're losing so much salt when you're sweating that much in the heat.
0: Don't you have to stir it all the way up You to put make it in sure before you
2: leave and you shake it up. Yeah. I drink...
0: When I run, I have like a water bottle that I do... I fill it up with ice because that ice is going to melt and it's going to be cold water a little bit later. That's you know? strategic. I like And it. so I fill it up with ice and then the space in between the ice, I do about half orange Gatorade and then half water mm-hmm. so that it all mixes together, mixes together and... You don't really get a strong or sugary Gatorade taste, Mm. but you get like the theoretically the benefits of it, you know. But what happens now is because it's so hot, if I'm running in the middle of the day, what I end up needing to do is splash myself with water from my water bottle. And I can't do that if it's half and half Gatorade and water because it's just going to make me sticky Mm
2: -hmm. and then
0: bugs are going to be chasing me.
2: Yeah, although motivating, run from them.
0: I'm already motive. It's not like I'm not running. Yeah, but what a speed challenge! That would make things even worse. Yeah, because then I'd be wearing myself out and overexerting myself. True. I'd get exhaustion. Fine. How are you?
2: I am great. Thank you for asking. Oh. I have had a wonderful weekend. Oh, I wrote down notes. notes. I had so much great oh, what stuff. You did. Wow! I didn't wow. want to <laughs> forget to mention a single thing. So yesterday, my friend Liz and I went thrifting at the Value Village in Riverdale, which uh, is not home to Archie Andrews, although we did discuss Archie Comics while we were there. And then we went to the Super H because there's a Super H Mart like five minutes away. And I bought more stuff at the H Mart than I did at the Value Village. But at the Value Village, I did score a button up long sleeve shirt which won't be making an appearance for many months because as dave said it's it's hot here but it's covered in pictures of black cats and i can't no. wait to wear it it's, it's really cute
0: it'd be halloweeny
2: no it's not spooky cats it's cute like um it's got kind of a 50s vibe these these mm. cats
0: well i'll never see it until the fall
2: yeah in october though i'm going to look great
0: so it will be halloweeny
2: oh i guess so but mostly i was thinking that's when it'll be Cool enough to justify a long sleeve button up. But cool, it's very cute. Yeah.
0: yeah, you got some. You got some big, big pulls from your your grocery trip.
2: I got trumpet mushrooms, <laughs> which, if you're not familiar, are these mushrooms that have like. You know how mushroom is usually got like the cap and then like a skinny stalk coming off. Yeah,
0: your your cartoon mushroom.
2: Your cartoon mushroom. Most mushrooms, to a degree, are like that. Mm The cap is much wider, but a trumpet mushroom, their the cap is quite large. I would say maybe two, three inches across, Mm. and the stalk is like the same width. And so if you slice them into coins, they are uh, shaped like scallops. And if you prepare them properly. They taste like scallops.
0: Ooh, ooh, ooh. they
2: are delightful. We should
0: try that sometime.
2: <laughs> We've done it in the past, but last night I tried to see <laughs> if I could make it happen in the air fryer, and uh, I uh, that needs work. But oh, they, they, I was were...
0: teeing this up like we should try it sometime. And then the next time we talked about it, we would do like what we made.
2: Oh well, let's keep trying.
0: Like like I, I was lying that we hadn't. I was making it look like we didn't try it last night. To so the next time oh. we could be like we tried
2: it. But we've done it before.
0: We haven't talked about it here.
2: That's true. We haven't. If you
0: do a thing and you don't podcast
2: about it, it's like it did you happened. ever do it? No, absolutely not. So that was my Saturday. And then uh, today I got a manicure. I got a Dazzle Dry manicure, which um, was really fun.
0: Dazzle Dry? What's that?
2: So Dazzle Dry is a brand of polish. It oh, okay. is vegan. It lasts a really long time. And if you get the the like system which is really just base coat color top coat Uh if you use the base coat and top coat you can use any color you want although the dazzle dry colors are lovely um it dries super fast in like five minutes and it really lasts the last dazzle dry manicure i had lasted like 10 days 10 days that's yeah that's like almost gel level wow but it's much cheaper and you can just remove it with regular polish remover. Uh, Unlike gel where it has to be basically sanded off and uh, it ruins your nails. No <laughs> yeah. Thanks. You can only do gel twice in a row and then you have to take a break to let your nails heal. Uh, I know. The things that like we that. do to um, look beautiful.
0: What about press-ons? They still do that?
2: Yeah, you can still do press-ons and those can be good, but also with press-ons you have to take breaks because I have definitely know people who have done press-ons continuously for too long and you can get like a fungus underneath because uh, it gets, you know, it's dark and damp. And
0: Could you do a thing where you just keep kicking that can down the road and you put a press-on on and then when it's time for a new press-on, you put one on top of that press-on and then you just <laughs> keep like stacking press-ons?
2: I think that would actually make it be worse. I think that'd be worse. It'd be heavy after a while. And heavy and thick.
0: I wouldn't be able to do my dexterous finger work yeah. after like the second or third press-on stack. Yeah. Because my hands would be a different weight than what my brain and my body was used to.
2: Mm-hmm. You'd have to relearn. And then when you took them off, you'd have to... It'd be like switching from a laptop keyboard to a proper keyboard. You'd have that.
0: <laughs> <It'd be> exactly <laughs> like
2: that. that. That like weird clumsiness until you acclimate again. Yeah. So then I came back from my manicure. Uh-huh. I picked up that Dulce Vegan afterwards yeah. because the place I go is right across the street. So convenient.
0: And does it have a name?
2: The name is Indigo Wellness. They're very wonderful. They donate their services to the elementary school in the neighborhood and give the teachers manicures and massages. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. they That's co- nice. They, they went into the school last year. Wow. Last year, year before, maybe both. And did that for the teachers, so nice because those teachers work hard.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and then, so I got home from my manicure with my Dulce Vegan bag of sandwiches, and I put them down on the counter, and I looked over at the fruit bowl, and the bananas that were hanging from the banana stand had peeled themselves.
0: <laughs> I took a banana off while you were gone. I took a banana a off. This- I,
2: you keep. I'm just you, saying you're it was trying a teen- to
0: make me feel better by being like I did it too. Yeah, like, you did it, and it was a very clean break. Because when I did it, it was still a clean break. Okay. And then I did it, and I glanced at it, and it looked like a clean break, and I went away and ate my banana. And then you got back 30 minutes later. Uh Uh-huh. And we're like, this is ruined.
2: It was so weird. So the banana, if you have a banana stand, they hang from it by their little tops and the little tops were still hanging there but the bananas were sitting down in the fruit bowl and like long strips of peel were hanging down i wish i'd taken a picture it was pretty funny
0: it was strange but they all were ruined
2: yes well no they're not ruined i put them in the blender and i'm gonna after we record this i'm going to make my smoothie muffins with them, and we'll have banana muffins for the week.
0: I don't know if I want to eat something prepared with for bananas that sat in the open for that long, though.
2: No, they're in the blender. I closed it, so they'd be safe. But they sat
0: in the open undiscovered for a while in that same bowl where those potatoes had that incident.
2: Yeah, but only like 30 minutes. And I, got every, I cleaned and sanitized that bowl after the potato incident. There was
0: a smell in our house for a week that we couldn't figure out what it was. It was a like two days. A potato had exploded.
2: Days. A potato had exploded.
0: Why did you give me that look like it was your fault? It wasn't.
2: Well, I maybe my fault for not like e- eating the potato or cooking you went the out potatoes. Town for a week. Yeah. So it turns out that if a potato at the bottom of your uh produce bowl goes rotten and you wait long enough, it can burst open and and like expel gross, black, smelly
0: like rotten milk smell.
2: Yeah, it was really the kitchen smelled awful and we couldn't figure it out and yeah. then I discovered this potato
0: and our our response to not being able to figure it out was to just continue to live with it <laughs> and not put everything on pause to get to the bottom of the problem but just to be like I guess this room smells now
2: we did for like two days yeah. we were like yeah it smells weird in here well
0: <laughs> let's go out to eat because we were child free
2: oh yeah Going on I, big
0: dates yeah 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 dates left and right
2: I forgot that that's when that happened gross gross our dates the potato Wow. No. Our dates were lovely. I loved them. They got gross later. Hey. (laughs) What's that
0: even mean? What? They got gross later. I
2: don't know. Hey,
0: it is Talking Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where I pluck a ripe headline. From the tree of the vegan news world and uh, hold it up for all of us to admire and react to. And this week's headline is from Veg News. And I think you're going to like this one, listener and Becky. This one is my friend Anna. Anna stereot eh? <laughs> July 16th Um, says, the race to replace chicken impossible foods is launching vegan chicken nuggets on the heels of beyond meats chicken tenders launch impossible foods unveils impossible chicken nuggets its first vegan chicken product coming to the food service sector this fall this fall so the reason i plucked this particular headline is because you were saying hey burger companies drop the burgers and get to the chicken right
2: I did say that.
0: And that is exactly what they are doing. Beyond has done it. Impossible is now doing it. I have notes. Okay. Impossible. Yeah.
2: Love this new direction. Love it. I think it's great. I love a chicken nugget. We have plenty of chicken nuggets. I need a chicken breast. Impossible foods. I need a chicken breast. I need one that I can saute up in a Dijon mustard sauce with capers like I used to do when I was a teen before I went vegetarian. Thank you.
0: Okay. So,
2: I mean, I will happy about this. I will eat these nuggets. Obviously, I will eat them, and they will be delicious. I'm sure. But we need some unbreaded vegan chicken.
0: But oh, unbreaded! Because I was going to say, where there's a nugget, there's a patty on the way.
2: Right, right, right. But we need unbreaded vegan chicken. That's what I'm looking for. Guardian does that. The strips. But we need no.
0: Go to Yard House. They do the chicken sandwich.
2: Is it unbreaded?
0: Yes. The grilled chicken sandwich.
2: I've never seen that in stores. We'll
0: have to go out and eat it. (gasps) Content.
2: Hey, should we do that for dinner instead of plant based? I'm not going to yard house tonight.
1: Yeah, that sounds
2: like a lot. Little quick meal planning with with Dave and Becky.
0: You're you take this news that was what you wanted.
2: It's not what I wanted.
0: Like move the goalpost. And we're like, do this.
2: No, I set the goalpost. I said, we need a chicken breast. And we did try those soy Joy of Soy. What what were Soy Joy? Soy Joy. And those were delicious. They are delicious. They are delicious. They still exist. Yeah. We need more of that, though. Yeah. We need more options. Because that's delicious. I feel like we can top that. But I feel like as an option, it is delicious.
0: Well, I got to wonder. If Yard House has a garden grilled chicken patty, is that not available in the world for purchase? For like normies, like you and me to purchase?
2: I'm looking. While you're looking, I'm going to say,
0: oh, uh, Panda Express is about to test a vegan version of its famed orange chicken created in partnership with Beyond Meat. So starting the 26th, maybe we need to go check out Panda Express. (gasps)
2: Guardian lightly seasoned chicken scallopini.
0: Oh yeah, that's down at the thing. We need that. It's down at the store. I need that. It's at the store every day. Is it really? Yes.
2: I guess, you know what? I never look at the ones that come with sauces. Yeah. I'm always like, now nah, sauce it myself.
0: And you're like a sauce queen.
2: I am the sauce queen.
0: And you ignore these options. Like that turkey breast, mm-hmm. that Guardian turkey breast that I got, and it is now like a staple of a lunchtime sandwich for me mm-hmm. during quarantine. Like that's a turkey and gravy item. Yeah. That I repurposed.
2: Yeah. You don't have to use the sauce Is the thing. Right. I just never think about it. I'm like, oh, that one has a sauce, and I, I'd rather do my own sauce. Yeah. Okay. You don't all have- right. Well, then, Impossible, great job. I can't wait to eat your nuggets. It sounds like we got this sounds, chicken breast thing covered. Sounds
0: pretty thin.
2: I just think Impossible did such a great job with burgers. I would love to see what they could do with the chicken breast. That's all. But I, I, just, I do feel a little bit less put upon now. This doesn't feel <laughs> like
0: Impossible's thing, though.
2: But it could be. It's only because they keep burger after burgering and now they're branching out.
0: And I'm going to talk about meat products. So if that like I'm being serious, like if that's upsetting to hear about, like fast forward like a minute or two. But like the texture of a meat burger is that's what Impossible was going to replicate, which is like a ground beef pressed together into a patty shape. Mm -hmm. chicken breast is not that a grilled chicken sandwich is essentially a chicken
2: breast right it's like one single piece
0: right and that that's what i mean when i say that's not impossible's game a nugget same game as the burger it's pressed material together to to make the thing like it's not like a, a one single piece
2: nuggets are a single piece i don't think they are it's not you think it's ground chicken molded into the shape
0: have you seen those terrible videos Where it's just like the the McDonald's one comes to mind where it's the pink goo. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that's the norm is that it's parts mushed together into nuggets. Oh, not like grounds, like a chicken burger. Right.
2: I see what you're saying. Right. Like a, almost like a gel. This is disgusting. Yeah.
0: That's why I said fast forward. Yeah. You could just turn the episode off too if you wanted to. We did did all the good stuff already. (laughs) (laughs) a headline.
2: Should we say whether we like the food or not so that people can just- (laughs) Well, hold on.
0: Hold on. Okay. So I'm going to stop talking about it now, but that's the difference. Okay. That's that's what I mean by the different game. Gardein has the texture and the single pieceness down of it a little bit better.
2: I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't think, I'm not saying Impossible couldn't get there, but to your point, it's a different product. We're talking about a different product. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I want to eat these nuggets because I do love a nugget. <laughs>
0: oh wait! Do you want to do a music break at this part?
2: I wasn't going to. You usually do. No, that's the music. I just let the do 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 be it.
0: I heard our music on a commercial today.
2: Oh yeah, a commercial for a paint roller.
0: I don't know, but I recorded it and sent it to you because I was upset. Oh, and you said, "Yeah, we didn't buy it."
2: I was delighted. Yeah, we didn't buy exclusive rights to this music. We just bought the right to use it on our podcast just like those people
0: maybe i'll uh
2: you're gonna approach delicate beats
0: no i said maybe i'll write write us a new theme song
2: (gasps) i would love it if you wrote us a theme song you would do great yeah yeah
0: what kind of what style of music would you want it to be
2: that's a good question
0: oh i got a good one okay talk in toe boo and then a piano it becomes Wipeout.
2: I love it. I yeah? love it, and I can't wait for you to record it. I'm Look. not going to record that.
0: What? That was a joke.
2: You recorded it just now.
0: No, don't do that. I don't I'm... like when you do that.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. I have so many of your songs I know, saved I on my computer. I don't like when know. you do that. Okay. They're not meant to be
0: like... Referred to ever again <laughs> after being said, oh,
2: oh, I love them. It's kind of my
0: biggest problem with this podcast is that it's recording this stuff. If you're yeah. listening,
2: <laughs> just describing what For a podcast is. Right. It was an homage.
0: Right. Yeah. Hey. What? Hey.
2: So we went to Pokebury. We went
0: back to Pokebury. Hold on. We went back to Pokebury. Yes, because it was a staple before the pandemic.
2: Yeah, there used to be an after-school activity that our kid would go to, and when I picked him up, we would drive. The drive took us straight through East Atlanta, mm-hmm. and we would go right past Wee Sookie Suki, which is like a little food hall in East Atlanta where Pokeybury is located. And it cute was cute little food hall. It is a really cute little food hall. I love it. It's got picnic tables in there, and then it has several stalls with. Um, like small restaurants where you can order from the counters. Mm -hmm. I'm describing what a food hall is, but it's just, it's like, it's great. I love it. Um, And I would get takeout from there uh, on the way home sometimes because we would get home pretty close to dinner time and it had been a long day and also that food is all delicious. Mm -hmm. So this is how we discovered sushi burritos, isn't it? Yeah, I was just
0: about to say, this was my introduction to just the concept of sushi burrito.
2: Yeah, I want to say the same because I have a sushi burrito recipe on my website and I want to say that pokeberry is what inspired oh. it. Oh. So one thing I learned about pokeberry when I was trying to place this online order for us. Mhm. Is that it is a chain. There are several Atlanta Whoa. locations. And they also have locations in Houston, Raleigh, Jacksonville, Tampa, and Philly. And they're opening soon in Charleston and in Denver.
0: What are the ATL locations? I just said ATL. What are the Atlanta-based locations?
2: In the A, they have a location Ooh. in uh, Duluth. Not they right. have one in the Battery. Okay. Um,
0: Battery Park? Yeah. That's and there's where a the co- Braves play. That's yeah. The-
2: and there's a couple more that I can't... There's one in... No, no, no. That's the battery. I don't know. There's a few around Atlanta. That's like, cool. Three or four.
0: Good job, guys.
2: Yeah. So I don't know if they started it, we suki suki or not, but um, Dad. their food is great, and yeah. if you live in any of the places I just listed, you should get their food. It's lovely.
0: Yeah, and it's not just sushi burritos, no. as you encountered this this time around.
2: Yeah, it's also not all vegan, so you do have to. Yeah. You know
0: look be out specific. for.
2: Yeah, especially look out for uh animal like fish, chicken. Yeah. Cow, but also I think that some of their ramen broths might have dairy. Oh, really? I'm not 100% sure. But just watch out for that.
0: Keep your eyes peeled.
2: Yeah, when you're ordering. But it's very easy to get a great vegan meal there. Mm-hmm. So much so that Dave and I Thought them out to place an order this week. And what did you have, Dave, in your sushi burrito? Oh,
0: great question. So I had the fried tofu. I had avocado, cucumber, beets, uh, jalapeno, tempura flakes. I think that was it, right? And a ginger miso. And came in a burrito. It was about the size of my forearm. And I'm I'm an average-sized guy, so that's an average-sized forearm. And it was great. It was fantastic. Great sushi rice, which was something, no offense, that I really missed about like the sushi world is because we've had some sushi bowls and some sushi dishes here and over the quarantine pandemic, and the rice has been good. Hasn't been sushi rice. Yeah. I, I don't, really missed it.
2: Sushi rice is a little pricier and harder to find at just like a regular grocery store, and so I tend to just buy medium grain rice and use it for everything. Yep. And- you know, it works. It's fine, but it's if you're looking to splash out sushi rice in the the texture and the flavor of it, I feel like it is noticeable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your burrito, your sushi burrito was a build your own, right? Yes. So they I have a, my own. They have a, a veggie.
0: I'll always build my own. Yeah. If given the option, anywhere, everywhere, I'll always build my own.
2: Yeah, of course.
0: Because then it's on my terms.
2: Totally. But they also have a veggie one that looked very good.
0: Yeah, sure. Just like at a uh, makimono, you got the veggie one and it was a banger. It was super good.
2: Oh, so good. Yeah. So I had the build your own ramen bowl because I've said many times in the past and I still feel this way that soup in the summer, lovely.
0: Oh, how can you?
2: It's so hot. It's something about it. I really so like hot. it. It's oh.
0: I'm sweating thinking about it. So yeah, It can be humid in the air.
2: They have a veggie ramen. I am not 100% sure that it was vegan, which is part of why I did the Build Your Own. So that way I could just pick and choose. But I chose the kale noodle. Uh, The other noodle option is an egg noodle. The kale noodles, I wasn't sure what they were going to be. They are not like shredded kale. They're actual noodles. They're like green ramen noodles. So... If you're, like, trying to avoid carbs, this is not it. But if you want a delicious noodle, which is what I wanted, then it's a delightful surprise because I did think it might have just ended up being a shredded kale thing. But it wasn't. I'm talking a lot about this noodle. So then you get to choose your broth. And I chose the miso broth. They also have a vegetarian broth. And since we were ordering online, I couldn't check to make sure that it was vegan. So I went with miso because miso Mm – Is just miso paste and water, Uh, and that seems safe.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, I'm seeing now, though, that they have a spicy miso, and I will be trying that next time. Um, And then for my protein, I got fried tofu, and then you can get as many veggies as you want from their list of veggies, So except there's only one that costs extra. So I selected everything that didn't cost extra. What's
0: the one that costs extra?
2: Shiitake mushroom. Oh,
0: well, that makes sense.
2: But then the ones that are included or that you can get without paying extra were bamboo shoots, shredded black mushrooms, sweet corn, and bean sprouts. So I got all of those. And then for toppings, I got everything except the kimchi because – Oh, well, not everything. Um, Everything vegan except the kimchi because kimchi can sometimes have shrimp paste in it. And since we were ordering online, I couldn't ask. But I did get scallions, pickled ginger, which it wasn't like the pickled ginger you get with sushi. Mm-hmm. It was like minced up little baby matchsticks of pickled ginger, mm-hmm. crunchy. Oh so good sesame seeds roasted seaweed i don't think i got the fried onions i wasn't feeling it i did not get any extras and i will tell you that this hit the spot yeah although i will also say i divided it in half as i often do so i could have leftovers and um i was hungry later
0: both times
2: both times yeah soon after i should this is not a this is not a two serving soup i should have just eaten it all or order two of them. So You've got a leftovers.
0: a real preemptive leftover strategy. Yeah. That you do yourself and you do with our child and it usually ends up in a situation where we'll get takeout and you guys end up with leftovers. You like sacrifice your dinner experience. So that you can have leftovers, whether the sacrifice is significant or worth it or whatever is immaterial. I'm saying it's an objective like decision to not eat all of this food so that you can have.
2: Well, then I would say, though, like a restaurant sized portion of Uh something is often too much food for me. Uh So cutting it in half makes it about right. That's all. I I don't feel like I'm sacrificing. I think it's the experience. I think if anything, I'm sacrificing the feeling of eating too much and having a tummy ache. Well,
0: I think my experience from the bleachers with this has been that you would probably eat 60 to 70% of a restaurant portion.
2: That's probably true. Yeah.
0: But what you do is you create 50% of it for your leftovers. So that you have a substantial, you're not just eating like a little bit of leftovers for your uh, your meal that you're preparing for. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're yeah, going yeah. from 60 to 70 down to 50 for what you're having for dinner. That's true. So you are sacrificing a little bit of that. And you tend to make up for it with dessert or, or some other uh, additional food that we're having with the meal mm-hmm. so that that dinner is more rounded. But you are sacrificing 20% of what the restaurant portion experience would be so that you can make two meals out of it. It's not a judgment.
2: Right, right, right. I guess I, yeah, that's true. I probably would eat more than half of it to get full. But then like with El Mariachi, Mm -hmm. we do this a lot where I cut it in half, but Mm -hmm. then I make up for it with like chips and salsa. Like we'll get a side. Yeah. Um, It's smart
0: meal planning. I'm just saying that.
2: Yeah, it definitely requires planning. Because if I were like, I'm just going to eat half of this. Absolutely not. Then I'd have a tiny, it would be a snack instead of my lunch the next day. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: I rarely have leftovers. Yeah. I eat the whole thing.
2: For me, it's just, I just love leftovers. Yeah. I like, I look forward to them. So for me, like it's worth having a smaller portion at dinner if it means I can, first of all, I'm going to have a snack later, so it's fine. But also it means that I get to look forward to that whole meal again at lunch the next day. What a dream.
0: I just like to eat a lot when I eat. Yeah. When I eat in like a comfortable setting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like at home. I
0: like to really pile it on. Or if I'm like at a restaurant and there's no rush or urgency or anything like that, I like to eat. You know, we went in LA, we went out and ate what ended up being like a eight or nine dish dinner that was brought like progressively. Oh, yeah. And.
2: Oh, boy. (laughs) That was too much food. That was too much food. Yeah. Delightfully, though. Yeah. Yeah, we need to to talk about that at some point. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We're recording that next week. You're talking about it like we haven't made a plan.
2: Oh, no, we're not recording that. Next week, Uh, we're going to talk about the Hollywood Bowl.
0: We'll probably talk about both.
2: Yeah, let's just do both since she was there. Yeah, we'll do both. We're going to have a special guest.
0: Was there anything else for Cookie Not just from this time, but in general?
2: The thing I would do next time, I think, if I got that ramen again, which I would like to, they have a crispy fried Brussels sprouts appetizer. And I think if I also split that in half, it would make two full meals instead of two meals that leave me eating chips in an hour. Yeah. They also have a spring roll that I wanted, but it says vegetarian. And so I just wasn't sure because sometimes spring rolls can have egg. And that is one of the things about online ordering. You just don't know. Yeah. But that's their things. They do ramen. They do sushi burritos and they do it really well. And the price is pretty affordable. Like that sushi burrito is enough for a meal. Should we eat some sous vide bites?
0: Yeah. I went to the post office in Little Five Points on Friday, and I had to mail out a package. And I did that, and it's right next door to Sevenanda, which is a local co-op grocery store. Grocery store, the right word? It's a co-op. Co-op, yeah. Uh, Because I wanted to get some rescue remedy. Because it had been a minute since we'd had Rescue Remedy. I missed the past deals and I wanted to get some. Uh, So I did that. Went in there to get $6.10 of Rescue Remedy. And I walked out with just a ton of stuff. (laughs) Walked out with two different bags of Gardein stuff. Walked out with three different Tofurky products. One being like a tempeh bacon.
2: Oh, yeah. We were going to make that this weekend. Yeah, we had
0: a lot of plans for this weekend. Uh, some revolution gelato, cookie sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it just went, just wild.
2: You, um, d- you did. <laughs> you were me the next day. Actually, when I was at the Super H, hmm. there was a big sale on frozen dumplings mm-hmm. and frozen spring rolls, mm-hmm. and I was standing there with Liz and I holding a huge. Very affordable box of spring rolls, which I had verified were vegan. Uh And I was like, well, these aren't going to fit in our freezer because (laughs) Dave went to to Savananda and went absolutely wild. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm not complaining. Our freezer is just full of things I want to eat.
0: They were all foods that we had not tried before, which was my justification for getting it. I was like, I will do it for the pot. Yeah. One of the things that I saw was just egg sous vide bites. So I got interested in those, even though I wasn't wild and still am not wild about the Just Egg frozen patties. These were like a pre-prepared Just Egg dish. And I was like, well, for the sake of reporting, let's get them. Let's try it out. I picked up the box. And yesterday we made them for breakfast. So this is a real, this one's hot off the presses. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Couldn't be hotter. Well, I guess it could be hotter if we did all the stuff I just said today. Yeah. And yeah. we're eating it right now on the yeah. mic.
2: That would be We should hotter.
0: do more of that stuff. Eating on mic? Like trying a snack in real time and, and like those takis.
2: I proposed like that and talkies. you were Let's very against real- it. Let's do that. I would love to do that. Do what? When? I When, when we first what? started the pod, I was like, we should eat this stuff while we're recording. And you yeah. were like, absolutely not. No
0: yes no we should always try a snack
2: okay let's start doing that yeah we said we could start next week maybe our guests could pick up the same snack
0: what is that snack gonna be
2: could be the takis no Gets all gets some takis eggs.
0: is gonna be its own episode and it's gonna be takis tofu <laughs> that's the whole point that's the whole reason i got takis
2: it's great i saw those takis at super h are
0: they takis yeah takis
2: i think it's it better be takis because Takis tofu doesn't work as well.
0: It works fine. It works fine. It's the same clumsy dumb joke either way. that make you mad? No. I'm okay. just thinking of, I was thinking of quiet. our response. No,
2: I just spaced out. <laughs> <laughs> so these sous vide bites.
0: Yeah. So...
2: The ones that you got were inspired by Mexico, and I'm doing air quotes when I say that because that is exactly what they say word for word on their website. They're all inspired by. So there's three varieties. You said Sev only had one.
0: I didn't even think to check if it was a certain flavor. I thought it was sous vide bites. Right, right. Like just egg is one flavor, and every other. Product. So I just assumed it was one flavor of this product.
2: Okay, cool. So the ones that he happened to grab were Inspired by Mexico, and those are uh, Poblano chili powder, black beans, and corn, and other stuff. Um, But they also make one called Inspired by America, which has dill, potato, and bell pepper in it. And then there's an Inspired by Japan with sweet potato, mushroom, and I'm going to butcher this, Fury Cake. Fury Cake. Fury Cake? I'm gonna look it up.
0: This is gonna sound weird to say, but I did feel this way, and I still feel this way. Is the Wait, pack?
2: We're, we're play it for a cock-ay. for a hey, I was right. You were.
0: So the packaging for this is a box that is probably what six to eight inches long, but about like four inches deep, mm-hmm. four inches high. So think about like two uh waffle boxes stacked on top of each other that's the size that's about the size of this box right that's a
2: big box
0: yeah it felt like i was getting a product like if i'm buying food in the like obviously food is all products but when you're buying something off of the shelf you're buying it kind of functionally to like be the packaging for that product this was a box with a little bit of space in it because of the way that the the egg bites are arranged within the box you know but it felt like, I felt like I was at Best Buy, like buying a product or something. Huh. Like there was a, a weird, different feeling to it.
2: Just as a technology company, technically, aren't they? Oh, yeah. So there you go.
0: Well, whatever they did to make these egg bites definitely involves some technology. <laughs> okay. But, um, so we open them up and there's four in the package. And they come in like plastic packs of two within each one. And the two, they're like... Like you peel off a little plastic layer off of the top and it reveals the two pockets where the sous vide bites are sitting. Yeah. It's almost like how pills are are kept in their packaging, you know? You're peeling off that backing.
2: It's almost like lunch meat. Like a lunch meat thing where you peel off the top. See, I felt like But it was it's like a flat back and then the plastic over the top is softer and it's like in a bubble shape.
0: It's like if you had two jello shots. Mm-hmm. in one, like, strip of plastic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they were sealed with another strip of plastic on the top. Mm-hmm. And you had to peel this off and then plunk out the jello shots. Yeah. I'm pushing my thumbs out to plunk it out. Like, You're
2: plunking. I had to
0: turn it upside down and then the two things went Zoom! out of it onto the plate. Mm-hmm. And that's as good a point as any to talk about the texture of these things. Okay. They look like jello.
2: Yeah. I'll, I took a couple of photos. They are not photogenic and
0: on the packaging they look like fritters they do to me they look like fritters i was like this isn't what i think of when i think of sous vide this what they were what is more what i think of when i think of sous vide but they look like fried or bready for some reason to me on the packaging Huh.
2: so i didn't really get a look at the packaging you
0: want me to go get it
2: sure okay
0: i'm back with the with the box and on the way to the freezer i was worried that i had looked had seen it wrong and was just making stuff up, but then I pulled it out. So I was nervous when I opened the freezer to pull it out, and then I opened it and pulled it out. I was like, "Yep, that's what I thought. It looks bready and like almost like a crumbly cookie thing."
2: So two notes: first of all, this box I would say is not like it's a little bit okay. Yeah, it's not as fat. It's not as big as you described. <laughs>
0: yeah, busted. It's I mean, a it is like box.
2: a it's it is like a more substantial waffle box though it's me. like
0: if a wa- if you squished a waffle box and then stretched it up to be a little bit taller the waffle box is a bad point of reference but it is for- an
2: unusual shape for food packaging i See agree how
0: it stacks up against a normal forearm <laughs>
2: <laughs> is yours the normal yeah i said earlier It's about the length of his forearm. It's about the length
0: of a normal forearm. So that's the size of my Pokeberry.
2: My other note is that to me, this looks like it has a crust. It doesn't look breaded to me. It just looks like I would bet that the one on the cover that they used their oven directions, which you and I discussed. Maybe. (laughs) We talked about oven directions and convenience food in the episode where we were talking about burritos. And then, so Dave and I were laughing that this had oven directions too, because who's doing that?
0: Yeah.
2: It looks to me browned like they made it in the oven okay to warm it instead of which, what we did which was microwave it i mean
0: at a glance though you know picture me right. standing in a grocery store looking at this like it looks a little bit it looks a little bit crumbly it looks a little bit cakey cakey
2: it does look cakey cakey, cake-y is exactly cake-y. what i'm seeing yeah a little bit browned on the outside because of the oven yeah. and then like kind of soft tender yeah. on the inside cakey it does look like a nice or like a muffin like a really nice muffin with a bite out of it is what the cover looks like Yeah,
0: i'm gonna go put it back so it doesn't get ruined
2: okay good idea
0: yeah so then we made them
2: we made them in the microwave
0: microwave. i had them with uh hash browns that Mm -hmm. i made in the air fryer you had those as well i also had a bowl of grits you did not have the grits Mm
2: -mm. but i had just eaten half of a revolution donut sure not 30 minutes before yeah well, the um, point is, I didn't have grit room in my belly because it, I had filled it with donuts. Yeah,
0: but you're also not a breakfast baby.
2: That's true. Not a breakfast baby. all. I at am a
0: big all. breakfast baby. Like I go ga for the breakfast.
2: <laughs> you really do. I
0: shake my rattle for the breakfast. Breakfast gets me out of bed. So, when I, and on the weekends, breakfast is capital B. Yeah. Around here.
2: Yeah, and it's usually more like a brunch which by that time I'm ready.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this so we didn't eat it by itself, and you couldn't eat this by itself. The portions are very small. They're not satisfying.
2: Yeah, no, although the box says that the a serving is two of them. Yeah.
0: Even then I feel like not you would, satisfying.
2: You would need something yeah. else.
0: Um, but I took a bite. The consistency was in keeping with the jello analogy, like or metaphor example, comparison. Comparison. There you go. And that sounds worse than it is. It's this is a product that is microwaved. This is a pre processed food product that uh, is meant to hold a lot of things and give a certain experience. And like it does just have that consistency. But I thought taste wise, it really delivered on what it was going for. I had a really fluffy egg flavor to it. It had a lot of seasoning and extra ingredients that I thought were good not going to be represented as well as they were. I thought they were just going to be hints of it or something like that, but it was a really strong flavor experience. wasn't too strong in any one direction. It was a very inspired by Mexico taste. And uh, when I had that along with my hash brown, along with my grits, I felt like it was a really good like component of that breakfast.
2: Dave? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I agree. Wow.
0: Finally, we realigned.
2: Let's talk about my experience with this. So Dave popped these into the microwave, but I pulled them out of the microwave. And I'm only saying that because uh when I opened the microwave and pulled out the plate with these uh to separate them onto our two different plates, the turmeric smell mm. is so strong. And I was like, Oh, no, oh. because I love turmeric in a tofu scramble mm-hmm. and I love the color that it gives to um, like a vegan egg situation and even like a little bit of turmeric flavor for me, because mm-hmm. to me, a tofu scramble kind of is what an egg tastes like at this point. Yeah, that's true. Like Fair a little point. turmeric flavor for me gives scramble vibes. Yeah. So but whoa, strong turmeric smell, but there is not a strong turmeric flavor you don't taste it it like kind of wafts away very quickly because did you even notice it
0: no but also like i don't really know what that smell is i think i have a similar sentiment about just egg but that's what the mung bean smell for me like it smells you think it's going to taste like it smells and it doesn't
2: yeah there was no mung bean smell probably because the turmeric was so strong i thought you describe it as jello like and i kind of thought it was sort of dense but in a Mm. like in a nice way like not as fluffy as a scrambled egg more dense like an omelet i've never had sous vide egg bites so i don't know how that would stack up texture wise so my
0: impression is that it's supposed to be like a poach and a poach is like
2: this is not like that
0: right it's a lot fluffier it might be a similar texture but it's a lot fluffier and airier like like a benedict egg
2: i don't think that i've ever even seen no this looks exactly like a sous vide bite. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm looking up pictures now. It It's... Ex- I, I... From these pictures I'm seeing, Could I, see I the think they too? probably nailed it. Sure. Scroll through. Yep.
0: I get it. I'm wrong. I was wrong. I'm delighted to be wrong.
2: Yeah. Look at this first one. I mean, that's basically what we ate. Yeah. The texture. So I'm pretty sure they nailed the texture. Was this... It was dense, but in a very pleasant way. It almost gave it like a cheesy flavor, although I'm not totally sure that there's cheese in this i didn't even look at the ingredients i don't think there was because then i might have noticed that it was inspired by mexico before i was researching this episode so
0: (laughs) no but you said we said inspired by mexico when we were opening it up
2: oh yeah that's right but i didn't flip it over and look at what was in it um i agree with you too that the flavor was great and i agree that they did a great job balancing out the the add-ins. Like I got lots of like little bites with like sweet corn in it or like with mm-hmm. a piece of black bean in it. It was I loved these. I would eat these anytime, but I don't know what they cost, and that would make a difference yeah, to me.
0: I'm not sure what I don't remember what the price was. I don't look at prices like <laughs> you when I'm shopping. Dave. Just get what I want. No. Um I I think it I kept being surprised at the size of these things and how well balanced the flavor experience was because like, I'm talking like a piece of corn is in there or a black bean is in there. And it's not like there's like a bunch of corn in there or a bunch of, there's not room for it. They're small. So it's like one piece of corn, not like there's probably like two or three pieces of corn in there, but that's how much they're delivering on an experience with so few placements of those ingredients and i think the chili powder goes a long way for sure um in, like delivering on that specific flavor and that lets the, the poblano and the beans and the corn kind of be accents to that experience which i think works really well with the size of of the egg bite
2: yeah i feel like the presence of the, the mix-ins was like if you've ever had cornbread with corn kernels in it kind of yeah, that level of frequency it. yep but i thought the flavor was incredible really not i almost said strong but i feel like that might mean something that i don't mean it to mean the flavor was i feel like the flavor was perfect it was very flavorful yeah i like things that taste like stuff this did not need a sauce to me i just ate it as is it was it was lovely i loved it i want to eat it again and i will
0: so from zero to ten breakfast babies what do you give the Just Egg Sous Vide egg bites?
2: I'm going to give them a 10. Holy shit. I know. You're
0: going to give them a 10?
2: I really liked these. Wow. I woke up today and was like, should I make one of those sous vide egg wow. bites for breakfast? I don't ever think about breakfast. Yeah.
0: Wow. This is turning you on to breakfast. Oh. Making you a breakfast baby.
2: A little bit. So
0: Once you give something 10 breakfast babies that creates a breakfast baby within you
2: (laughs) are you saying i'm pregnant
0: no i'm saying you're becoming the breakfast baby like the breakfast baby grows and grows and before before you know it you are the breakfast baby oh
2: it's like a transformation yeah it happened to me when i was a
0: baby so it's gonna take a little bit longer since you're a full-grown woman Mm
2: -hmm. yeah Mm
0: -hmm. but the breakfast baby's in there
2: she's in there screaming to get out yeah i guess so i really loved these wow. i want to try the other flavors i both of them honestly a, a dilly potato yeah. yes please sweet potato mushroom furikake. Ya yeah uh, um
0: you're doing the hard you again
2: fury, what fury furikake.
0: that's what the robot said yeah yeah yeah
2: okay I, I did it wrong i'm sorry i'm trying i really am trying yeah um
0: i'm trying to get it right too
2: yeah, and furikake is like a shaky mixture of like seafood, uh, seafood, nope, seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> seaweed, usually like sesame seeds. Like when you go to sushi, sometimes it will yeah. be on the table or they'll sprinkle it over the rice. Ah. That like mixture of stuff that goes over the rice, that's usually furikake. Gotcha. It's delicious.
0: Wow, breakfast baby indeed. Yeah. Gaga, goo goo, look at you. That's me. Look at you, you.
2: I'm still looking for the price. Here. <laughs> Eight ninety nine for four. Ooh. And that is supposed to be two servings because yeah. as we said earlier, two of these is a serving. Ooh. Yeah. That's pretty I, steep. I you could probably stretch it into four servings by putting this on an English muffin. Mm. That would be good. Like, I don't know that it
0: would work on an English muffin. It's too like you couldn't flatten it.
2: Oh, because you think it might just fall it's apart. too
0: small. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess so. But with, the, you could do it with some sides. Add some like yeah. roasted potatoes or hash browns and, and also another thing. Sliced avocado, then you're all set.
0: I think it works on a plate with a bunch of other things. And that is kind of representing that portion of the plate, you know? Yeah.
2: But eight ninety nine. I just saw someone on Twitter last night saying, remember when Just Egg was $8 a bottle? Yeah. And it went down. Now it's what? Five? Yeah. Four?
0: Mm. Five or six.
2: So that price might come down. That's true. If it catches on. So everybody go buy this so that I can <laughs> afford to get it all the time. Did I ask you how many breakfast babies? No, you didn't. <laughs> I meant to, and then I uh, got distracted by the price. Dave, Yeah, how many breakfast babies? I'm
0: glad you asked. So the taste was phenomenal. The One of the things that because I was an eggy bro before I went vegan. You really like I loved were. Loved eggs. Loved eggs, and it was very difficult to me to go from some a, a food item that had so many options of how you could prepare it. I loved poached eggs and fried eggs in particular. It was it was a challenge for me to go from that to where like a scramble was the only egg resembling presentation of a breakfast dish like that's that was such a hardwired part of my breakfast experience was a a, having all those options with eggs and we've come a really long way i think and just egg is leading that that charge but it's not just them but i think there's there's a lot of progress being made and so i was really excited to be able to try an egg a different prepared a different way and i thought that the taste was great The option was great. The portions were too small. So for me, it was enjoyable, but I would be lying if I said I was satisfied. Hmm. The portion sizes were just too small. And I think if I had had the recommended portion size, it might have been too much of that flavor. Hmm. So I'm going to give it. Nine breakfast babies. Whoa, that's still a it great is rating. So close to perfection to being exactly what I wanted, but yeah, just a little bit, just a little hair short. I feel like there's a perfect sous vide egg bite in my head, and I'm just not seeing it yet.
2: I think they're supposed to be small mm-hmm. because they're bites. Yeah,
0: I think they're just a little too small.
2: If I were to knock it down. From a 10 to a 9, it would be because of the price. Because Mm. this is not something that we could afford to eat for breakfast several times a week. Right. And how dare they make something I want to eat all the time and then price it like that. Yeah. Just egg. How dare you? Well. Yeah.
0: Sous vide egg bites are meant to be, I think sous vide is meant to be fancy, right?
2: It's meant to be convenient. Sous vide is like boil in a bag.
0: Right. Which we did not do here. No,
2: I think that these are prepared maybe with sous vide in the factory Mm. and then packaged to reheat.
1: Mm.
0: This feels like a fancy food. Before I even knew the price of it, it felt like a fancy food. The presentation of it makes it look like a fancy food. The portion size makes it look like a fancy food.
2: Yeah. has that like nouveau cuisine size. And the price...
0: (laughs) I think supports that you pay a lot for a small portion, just like you would at a fancy restaurant or for a gourmet dish, you know? Um, and it's, it looks like, I know you said it didn't photograph well, but it looks like it's meant to be like part of a larger plate design.
2: Yeah. It does look like it's supposed to be surrounded by potatoes and fruit and other stuff. Yeah. So I
0: I think they're going for gourmet, so I'm not digging them for the price on that. But as hey, as Joe Six Pack, that's me. That's you. I'm, I'm putting on my Joe Six Pack hat. Yeah. Like I'm the everyman at this point. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. It's too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried them? What do you think? Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Do you agree with one of us more than the other? You should contact us and let us know.
2: It's true. You can DM us on Instagram or on Twitter or send us an email at talkintofu at gmail.com. That's talking without G.
0: And two of you can signal us, which you do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know who you are.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, continue to harass me about Calling pasta water great water.
2: They're correct too. Hey, yeah. and if you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all, it really does help us out, especially those five-star reviews. It does algorithm things that are helpful to us. And we love reading your reviews because they make us happy. You can also follow us at Talk and Tofu on Twitter or at Talk and Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm at Glue and Glitter on all social media.
0: And I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram.
2: Are you not supposed to say the at before the thing? I think it's
0: implied.
2: Okay. Because I noticed I always do it and yeah. you never do it. Who's right, listener? Let us know. Yeah,
0: sure. Communicate with us.
2: Yeah. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. you are you going to
0: say bye? Do I have to? Yes. Goodbye. That it was implied. Okay. I'm not mansplaining. I'm explaining it to myself so mm-hmm. that I, a man, can understand it. Yes.
2: So yeah. a different kind of I'm mansplaining. am <laughs> <Me-splaining>. Yes. <laughs> am I womansplaining it Maybe. to Maybe.